Hey there, Patriots. I'm so glad to be with you today. We are going to do our next study in the book of Revelation. Remember how oh, we've got the book, End Times and A Thousand Years of Peace. So, well, we, yeah, everybody's got it. Good. <laughs> and so we are on, I think this is our fourth installment. Yeah. Uh-oh. Look at you. Yeah, can we put that down? We're going to get banned. Uh, so today about how everyone is waiting on a Messiah. Everyone's waiting on a Savior. And so we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about how we know this is the day, you guys. There's no worry, no fear at all. And the Bible has, you know, the Lord has put it in his word for us. So we know this is it. So let's get started. Everybody, y'all ready? Ready. ready. So when, I, when I say your name, you just wave at everybody. This is my sister, Debbie. Hey, Debbie, this is Colleen, our wonderful helper who does so many things for us. And Teresa, hey, Te or, or you can call her Tess, either way. I might call her Tess. <laughs> and then Tammy, how are you, Miss mm -hmm. Tammy? Good, good. All right, you guys get your book out, get follow along. What chapter is this that we're doing, Deb? Two. 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 Chapter two. It's going to be fairly easy. You, if, you, if you've been around the, the Freedom Force Battalion for a while, it's going to be very easy. So let's go. I'm going to share the screen, and we're doing this. Let's go. All right. So get started for us, Tess. All right. Those who follow Judaism are waiting for their Mesachek. And Christians are waiting for our Messiah. True Muslims are waiting for their Mahdi. Hindu sorry, are waiting for their Krishna. And Buddhists are waiting for their Matra. And they all expect him to bring peace on earth for all, between all people. What a coincidence. But maybe it's not a coincidence. Maybe Christ will guide each one of these groups into the truth, removing the deception, and that's how we will all come under his authority as king of kings, similar into the verse of Ephesians 2.15 that says, Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinance, for to make in himself of two people's one new man, so making peace. Yes, I love that. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know that all the all the religions, the major religions of the world, are waiting on a savior? They're yeah. all, all, all different, them. all different names, all different images, but eventually they'll all see the one true Messiah. That's right. That's right. And so that's such a, that's so, in my opinion, that fills me with so much hope because you're like, we can't even all get along. The Christians can't all get along. <laughs> but then when you see that, how, then you're like, how in the world will all the world be able to, to find unity? But we, we know that that's where we're headed. We're headed toward this unity where we won't all be, uh, warring. All right. It says that a nation will not rise against nation and we won't train for war anymore. So first of all, we, we cast out the evildoers. And then when everyone is under the banner of, of Christ, of the Messiah, then they, there's, there, that we can all find this agreement. So that, yeah, the Jews are waiting on the, they call him Mashiach. I think I'm saying that right. Mashiach. Mashiach. Right? Okay. I wasn't sure how to pronounce it. I that. know. I know. Exactly. Mashiach. <laughs> And, of course, we are waiting on the Messiah. Christians are waiting on the Messiah. Uh, the Muslims are waiting on the Mahdi. Mahdi. And so the Hindus are waiting on Krishna. And the Buddhists are waiting on Maitreya. I think that's how you say it. Now, understand this, that, you know, the, the, each religion 
has been hijacked. Mm-hmm. And there's been each one of has been confused about one thing or another. Mm-hmm. But it's remember the woman at the well who said to the Christ, she said, when he, when the Messiah comes, he's going to explain all these things to us. That's what's going to happen. And that's where we're at the door. You guys, we're at the door and we're already sensing it. Those of us, you know, who are, who are awake, you know, we're already sensing that the Lord is explaining so many things to us on the daily basis. Yeah. When, when you're watching this video, just the, just last night, they just came out with that movie um, into the light. That was so great. I really encourage everyone to go and watch that into the light video because is, Corey Ten Boom? is that the story of Corey Ten Boom? No, 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 that's something different. Into the light is where is what Mike Smith, who did out of shadows, exposing the pedophilia in Hollywood. Oh, okay. He has a new one. And this was not what I expected at all. And so anyways, we're all just having this awakening. And it's just getting brighter and clearer and more helpful every day. So we all, that's why we're all working on trying to help other people to learn too. So yeah, it's going to be wonderful. I love this for to make in himself of two peoples, one new man. So making peace. This is from Ephesians 2.15. We're going to have all this deception will fall away. It says no more deception for a thousand years. And when he makes everything clear to us that there'll, there'll be one one humanity and not the divided. And you know, it's living in the, the chaos that we live in right now oh, and how they divide everybody on everything, whether it's sex, race, religion, whatever it is, it's just all division, 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 division. Can you imagine a time when we're all unified? I mean, what a glorious thought. I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, for us as humans and seeing so much division, it's almost impossible for us to even imagine that could be possible. But when it is, it's going to be just amazing. Yes. I cannot (laughs) wait. I, mean, the, you know, I know, me too. It, except you know it's in God's word. He said it's going to happen. It's yeah. going to happen. And it, like I said, no more deception for a thousand years. Uh, he, uh, Mike Smith's video, Into the Light, talked about that. Uh-oh, Colleen, I can't hear oh, you. Your friend. I was, oh, you can't hear me? Shout out a little no, bit. It's my speaker, baby. It's just my speaker. Oh, okay. Um, I was thinking in the verse that in the end, every knee will bow and every tongue will Every tongue confess. Oh, that's good. Is Lord. So even though they're calling them all different names, we in the end we will that will be revealed as truth and we will all bow before Jesus. Amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's everyone will recognize that's that's perfect verse. Perfect to bring that in. I need to go change the book and add that verse in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Um yeah, so in his, in the video that he put out into the light, he talked about this that they are intentionally having the social using the social media to 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 guide one group in this direction and get them all in in, in one thing and this group in another thing, so that you're like, how do you believe this? You know, they're they're wondering why we believe what we believe. We're wondering why they believe what they believe, and it's because they they've separated the sheep and they've used social media. All right, Debbie, let's go to the next section. 
Christ will bring all his people of the world together in peace, breaking down the deception that has divided us. And while we are at it, let's make sure we're all on the same page. When we read a verse about Israelites or Jews or Hebrews, when you read the word Israelite or Jew or Hebrew, sometimes the context is about the physical lineage, but most times it is talking about God's family. The word Israel includes believers from the physical lineage of the lost tribes of Israel that have been scattered worldwide. Um, in the book, you put a link in there that's um, missing links discovered in Assyrian tablets by E. Raymond Capt are uh, talking about the lost tribes and where they are now. So we can look that up uh, separately. And the names Israel and Jew may, many times include believers by adoption too. I'm adopted. I'm adopted. Yay. Hey. I was chosen. I love the word adopted. I love the word chosen. <laughs> I'm looking for that book. I had it out the other day. By E. Raymond Capt. Yes. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I want to show everybody that book. But it's Missing Links Discovered in Assyrian Tablets by E. Raymond Capt. Okay. Okay. Here, I found it. <laughs> Okay, here it is. This is it. Um, missing links. And you look at all the tabs. Look at all the tabs I have in this thing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was like every page was so, so good. And so when I first got it, because I was so excited to get it, I, I set it down while my dog, not Buddy, another dog, grabbed it and he chewed it. I I'm like, where did that book go? He had it in the front yard. <laughs> I found it in my yard. I'm like this is too good of a book for you to eat. But anyway, he liked it too. Anyway, so but it, that's it's so good because um, it really helping us to realize that we are Israelites. We are the lost tribes. James and Peter are both writing books. Wrote their their letters to the lost tribes. It also calls this the dispersion. It's got you know we're we are God's people. Whether whether we're adopted into the family or whether we are. Uh, whether we are the physical lineage. Many of us are the physical lineage and we didn't even know it. Yeah. And so anyway, he goes into all that because of these Assyrian tablets. Okay. On the front, you see this Assyrian tablet right here. He, he was able to identify who are the lost tribes. And there's 13 tribes. There's 13 tribes and each, you know, so very likely, very likely you are one of the lost tribes. It, it, you know, you maybe you're from the tribe of Manasseh. You might be like America is is really the tribe of Manasseh. The symbolism is the Man is Manasseh, um, which is one of one of um, Joseph's children. Anyway, don't mean to get off and all that, but it's the reason we bring it up is because it's very important when you're reading these verses and it talks about Jews or Hebrews or Israelites. You need to know who it's talking about, and these promises are for anyone, whether you're the physical lineage or adopted in. It's for you. They want to say, oh, that promise is for the Jews. This is just for those people in the Middle East. No, this promise is for you because then that means that would mean you'd have to cut out 90% of the Bible. I mean, or really 100% of it because it's all the promises to God's people. So it really is. It doesn't so much matter what your physical lineage is because we know clearly that Esau was a child of Abraham and he was evil. He was doing evil. Anyway, so. It, as we go through, the reason I was setting this up at the beginning to make sure that everybody understood is because just to, just so you don't get 
you know, when they've already defined the term Jew, it can make it very confusing when you read these passages and make sure that you understand that this is about you and about God, all God's people. Okay. So Tammy's going to talk a little bit. Oh, 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 Debbie, did you didn't bring a, a map? Of, did you bring a map? No, no. Okay. So I was going to bring this up. Let me, let me just do this super quick, super, super quick. Um, this is, I'm going to show a map super quick of Israel and Judah. When you, when it talks about Judah, make sure that you understand that the Southern tribes of Judah were right here. Let me make it a little bit bigger. Here's, these are the Southern tribes of Judah. And then the Northern tribes of Israel were here. So that's what it means when it talks about the Israelites. Those are the, are all of the, um, only nine, nine of the tribes were in the north and two of the tribes were in the south. It's basically like the north and the south. Like in America, you've got the north and the south divided. It was a divided kingdom. Okay. So um, in the north, they, unfortunately, they really got, went off into Baal worship. Bad up there. So anyway, so all these tribes up in that area. Let me see if there's one that goes into each of the tribes. Let's see if I can find one super quick, super, super quick, probably. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Here's the different tribes in the north. So uh, the, these were called, in the Bible, it talks about Israelites. It's these tribes here, Reuben, Gad, Manasseh. Uh, there's East Manasseh and West Manasseh. Ephraim, Dan, Benjamin, Asher, Naphtali. Zebulun, Issachar. Those are the tribes in the north, the 12 tribes of Israel. And then you've got um, the two tribes. I'm sorry, those are the next 10. And then the Judah and Simeon were the two southern tribes. So the Bible is chock full of talking about the Israelites and is Judah and Israel. And so when you just make sure you understand when it's when you're reading what it's talking about is those there it was a divided kingdom of the Israelites and the people of Judah. Okay. It's very important. To, uh, so as you read, then you understand what it's talking about. All right. Back we <laughs> go. Back we go. All right. So now, oh, it's actually Tammy is going to talk about more about the names of the tribes. Go ahead. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll bring that part home. <laughs> All right. Good. Historically, Israelites are the 10 northern tribes. The Jews are the two southern tribes. And the Hebrews are the Abraham seed. Depending on the context, the name Jew could mean a person with the physical lineage of Judah or a fake Jew. Some are actually Edomites from Esau or Messianic Jews, Judahite believers in Christ or simply Jews in a general sense, encompassing all of God's people. You see, the subject is complex. Believers from every nation are what the Bible calls true Israelites and true Jews. This is very important. The enemy has used this subject to cause unbelievable confusion. Yep. Very much. Very much. And they always do. And they, 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 this, this is already a confusing subject. <laughs> yeah. So they, they said this is a perfect thing. So they've hijacked. The name Jew. Not everybody who's a Jew is, is, is has hijacked, but there's a certain group that has hijacked the name Jew. 
This is very clearly what the Lord Jesus told us in Revelation. He says some of these are not Jews at all, but are, are of the synagogue of Satan. It says that in Revelation chapter, I think, chapter two. So those are the ones right here talking about the fake, fake Jews. Now, I will say this. Don't forget that Esau was a child. He was one of Abraham's, he was a grandson of Abraham. But did he have the same heart? As Abraham to bless the world? No. No. So then um, some of the Jews are people who lived in that southern kingdom, southern right here that I was just showing you. Some of these are Jews, just the people who live in in the tri in the in the kingdom of Judah. Okay? There's basically the kingdom of Israel and then the kingdom of Judah. See how it's very confusing. Mm -hmm. All right. So there's that. And then you've got Messianic Jews. Mm -hmm. Those are Jews who, who believe in Christ. I just posted something yesterday about from uh, Brian Root. Is that who it was? And he he had a, an amazing thing. If you guys haven't seen that post, just, just search that on, on the social media. But he's a he's a he's a Jew by birth. And um and in, in our day, he's called the Jew because he's not a, a, a from the lost tribes of Israel. He's actually from one of the tribes that they continue to follow. But he has now received Christ as his savior. So he's what they call a messianic Jew. He believes in the Messiah. He believes in Christ that, that died for our sins and rose from the dead. And, and it will be the king, is the king of the world. So there's that. So again, you can see it's quite complex. And then you've got simply Jews who are, in a general sense, like when you read the book of Romans, it says that there's there's Jews, that you're a Jew if you believe in Christ. It says that in the book of mm -hmm. Romans. You're a Jew if you believe in Christ. So that's it's basically talking about all of God's people. All right. Does anybody have anything to add to that or make it any more confusing? Well... <laughs> I just wanted to add to it in today's world when everybody isn't always looking at names of Jews and people, maybe true patriots, fake patriots, when we're listening to people and trying to understand who is real and who isn't and who's telling us the truth. Because you can go from one channel to the next and somebody talk about Trump right on this channel and on this next channel, there's nothing but garbage about them. And we really have to have discernment, you know, on what's real and what isn't real. So. That just I just thought of that when we were absolutely okay. absolutely it, it's they look you right in the eye say it again <laughs> they look you right in the eye and say something that we know is not true yes. and people who aren't awake don't get it they believe it yep exactly mm -hmm. and uh, we're all it's a, the Bible says coming to the knowledge of the truth yes we're all you know having all you know tossing out some of the, some mm -hmm. of the deception. We still are. So I guess one of my main things I want people to do is make sure that you receive that all the blessings of God's word are for you. Yes. It's for, it's your blessing. It's it's because of uh, you've been, uh, as Debbie was saying before, adopted in. She and I, we don't know if we are uh, from one of the lost tribes of Israel. And in one sense, it doesn't necessarily matter. We've, we're adopted in. It, it, we're right. in the family one way or the other. Yes. All right. So no. Now it's my turn. My turn. 
Yes. Um, Chrissy couldn't be with us today. So to help us out. Okay. So I love this. Most of the important distinction, especially for this book is to see God's promises to his entire family, whether by blood lineage or by adoption, those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. This is so important. He had a grandson who was not, who, who was just wanting to do evil. Esau was wanting to do evil. Remember how Rebecca had these two kingdoms in her warring against each other. And she's like, what's going on in my tummy? You know, what's going on? And he says, you've got two kingdoms in yours in that are inside you, good and evil. And so Jacob, whose cha- name was changed to Israel was, was good. And, and Esau was, he just was bound and determined to do evil. This is all of us to it. So just because you can be a child of Abraham doesn't mean you have the faith as Abraham. Those who are faith, those are the sons of Abraham. As I was saying before, those are true Jews. For he's not a Jew, which is one outwardly. Neither is that circumcision, which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly. You're, if you have faith in Christ, if you have faith in God and you're following God and you're following the light, you're fo- wanting to do what's right in this world, you are a Jew inwardly. It doesn't really matter what your physical lineage is. Flesh profits nothing. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. And circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. So there you go. The Bible says it. Very, 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 very clear. So it's it's about, so when you read the promises to Abraham and to his seed, that's you. That's you. The Bible says in Galatians 3, 28 and 29, there's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free, neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ. We go back to what Tess was saying. This is going to be this unity that everyone will be one man, one under this banner of Christ. Of this of the of the true Messiah, when everyone realizes who He is, and that we all uh, all this deception falls off. For you're all one in Christ. That's where we're headed. If you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed, and your heirs. This is your inheritance according to the promise. Isn't that great? Love it, love it, love it, love it. All right. So when so we 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 know that this promise is for us, and that the Lord told us about this and i don't know if i've got the picture tell me i have the picture where's the picture maybe not okay of the, maybe of the, go ahead of the statue of the statue you're t- you're talking about this picture yes i need that picture what page is that on deb it's on page nine okay i'm going to look up see if i can find um nebuchadnezzar's statue or six, page six, two. Good. Okay. So Daniel was trying to tell us these things. And the, and the Lord even gave the king a dream of this statue that re- represents all these kingdoms of the earth. Okay. I think this might be kind of the one you're looking at, Hundeb. That That's a good one. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, good. So... Yeah, all of these kingdoms of the world and how they have become ruthless and tyrannical and they would be overthrown. So the, the head of gold and the, and, the, and the breast and arms of silver, the belly and thighs of brass, the legs of iron and the feet and toes. Okay, so we're going to read about that because the Lord told Nebuchadnezzar, he had this dream about this statue 
And it's, it is a, it is a, uh, it's a guidance for us so that we will know where we are in history. Mm-hmm. And everybody who deals with prophecy says that we are down to the toes. Here we are. Down <laughs> There's no more body parts after that. <laughs> the next, the next kingdom is not an evil kingdom. The next kingdom is the kingdom of Christ on earth. So how about that for some good news for a Saturday morning? All right. So Colleen, read to us about the, the Babylonian kingdom. And maybe we'll yep. use it. See if I can <clears throat> this to the side. Oh, look at that. Look, at, I can do that. <laughs> okay. So the Babylon is the first kingdom. And uh, here, here's on verse 36. This was the dream. Now we will tell its interpretation before the king. You, O king, are the king of kings to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom the power, the strength, and the glory. And wherever the sons of men dwell, or the beasts of the field, or the birds of the sky, he has given them into your hand and has caused you to rule over them. You are the head of gold. Yes. And then the okay, let's one stop is, right there. So this okay. is the Babylonian kingdom. This is when Daniel, so he, he already told us that the, the head represents Babylon. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when Nebuchadnezzar was the king. So here we already, it's defined it. You know, he defined that for us and that these are empires. So we already know that. Um, everyone who I've ever read and who talks about prophecy, they all recognize that, that this, these are representative, representing different kingdoms. All right. So yeah. And he was the king of the world. And that's why he got so proud, you know, and if you remember, he lost his mind and he went, you know, like a wild man out of the, out of the, of the palace. So, you know, the Lord has, as he says, the Lord has given all this into your hands for you to to run all this. You are that head of gold. But, but Daniel, I love Daniel. He was so brave. He still was like, despite the fact that you're the king, you're not God. (laughs) Whenever he would go before him, he would say, and the God of heaven, the true and living God has disclosed this to me. He helped me to understand this. And you're not him. (laughs) This is 612 BC. That yeah. you, you outlined that in your book also. That uh, that that was yeah. before Christ. This is Daniel's prophecy interpretation of that prophecy yes. in uh, 612 BC. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. So he. Yes. So he was. To, he was explaining yes, exactly. So the kingdom was in was from seven seven uh, six seventy one BC to five thirty eight BC. All right. So that's the head of gold. All right. So then go ahead and read what does the Bible say about the next kingdom? Okay. The Medo-Persia and Greece. After you, there will arise another kingdom inferior to you. Then another third kingdom of bronze, which will rule over all the earth. All right. So the second kingdom, the second kingdom is this one right here. The, the arms of uh, and breasts of, of silver. So not quite as nice as gold. It'll it'll lose some of its if its shine. It'll lose some of its power and lose some of its luster. So we're moving into a, a less uh, powerful. And, and to be honest, it's probably better that we don't have so that we can finally uh, break through. Hmm. And why would it get? I'm going to ask y'all a trick question. Why would it start to get less powerful? I 
I think because the kingdom of Christ was advancing. Oh. The kingdom of Christ was advancing. And whenever we take our dominion that the Lord has already put in our hearts and we can think for ourselves, then the, the, the government can't rule over us as much. He had a complete control over, over everyone. Remember how he told everybody to bow down and worship that statue, worship the statue, right? And the, the three Hebrew children, there were only three who didn't, right? So, but, you know, they're, they're, they lose power as we gain power. And as, as I said, we're going to get down to the toes. They can't keep it together because we won't put up with it. We won't do it. And so then you just said about the, 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 belly and thighs of brass of course that's the the greek empire and for those of you who maybe don't know history the the the, the medes and persians with darius remember darius came in and he took over mm-hmm. after that there was anyway so so they after the belshazzar and all that so they the medes and the persians came in and took over so that's the medo persian and then the greek empire once they lost their generally they they get they get too big for their britches they get too do too much and the people they start doing evil they start doing the transgender the the all this evil stuff they start doing all this pedophilia and then their kingdom falls and someone else comes in and takes over so that all that's another way that tells you that this kingdom that they're doing right now it's it's at the end because this is this is historically what continues to happen to these kingdoms and why they keep getting replaced. All right. So the height of sin, the height of sin. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So then the next one, Miss Colleen. Oh, who's Mm -hmm. doing the Roman empire? (laughs) Okay. The Roman empire. Yes. Okay. So 40, then there would, there will be a fourth kingdom as strong as iron. And as much as iron crushes and shatters all things, so like iron that breaks in pieces, it will crush and break all these in pieces. The lakes of iron. So does that sound like the Roman Empire to you guys? Mm-hmm. Yes. It was, and that we've always heard about that. That's the the iron, you know, with um, uh, iron age. And mm-hmm. I always thought it was because of really because the, they were starting to make tools out of iron. And yes, that's true. But it was that the legs are iron and it's biblically representing the kingdom, the, the Roman Empire, like the, the, you know, all throughout um, you know, the Caesars and all that and how they, they ruled from 160 B.C. to 395 A.D. All right. All right. So then um, let's see. We have the divided kingdom. Go ahead. Say it one more time. The divided kingdom. There you go. Go ahead and read that one. Okay. It's 41, in that you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron. It will be a divided kingdom, but it will have in it the toughness of iron, inasmuch as you saw the iron mixed with common clay. As the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of pottery, so some of the kingdom will be strong and part of it will be brittle. And in that you saw the iron mixed with common clay. They will combine with one another in the seat of man, men, but they will not adhere to one another, even as iron does not combine with pottery. Man. Divided. Right. So again, you, so if you look at history, 
we had these gigantic empires. They ruled the whole world. Everybody had to do whatever they said or they would come and crush them. And then as the Lord told Daniel that the, 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 they would start to divide. Well, that's exactly what we've seen, right? We have not seen one giant empire since the Roman Empire. That's another way that you know, just like Tammy was reading, you know, this is, it's brittle. It won't hold together, which is, which is great, which is great. Remember how also our Lord Jesus, uh, uh, the Lord told them to not to stay in Babel, but to, to, to spread out. And the reason he told them to spread out is because when you are you know, spread out and divided, you're much more difficult to control. It's much more difficult for them to have tyranny over you. If you're all in one clump, then they can more easily control you. So, yeah, so this is down again to these feet that, um, like Tammy was reading about, that they we're, we're down to this last evil empire trying to control us. Again, I go back to that video mm -hmm. I just watched yesterday where he, where Mike Smith is showing an end into the light, how they are trying to, you know, they can't get us together all in one place like as far as um, geographically, but that's how they use social media. Right. To, to, to guide was, this group of sheep this way, to guide that group of sheep the other way, and to, and to, to control what our thoughts. That's, that's the big issue with, with social media is to be controlled by it. So we're, we're trying to do something very difficult. We're trying to use social media to help other people to understand what's going on. That's why they're trying so hard to stop us. But, but it's, that's, they want that tool to control us. Right. Another thing that happened yesterday, I don't know if you guys saw this. I had seen on Rumble, this one channel, this guy would be, be on there literally for two hours talking. And, you know, I, I was like, wow, he's got like hundreds of thousands of followers. What is going on? Well, he put out uh, that he was going to give out all these PS2s and all this. Oh, yeah. They all went out there and had the biggest riot you ever heard of. In New York City yesterday. Mm -hmm. was, oh wow! Yeah, it was a big, big, big problem. He got you know in trouble for in, inciting a riot. So this social media is powerful, powerful. Mm -hmm. dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, so they that shows you right there how easily they could get people potentially out in the streets. That's why we always talk about in our movement: we are not for violence. We only peacefully and patriotically protest. We don't ever do anything violent. So anyway, that's. Uh, yeah. On that divided, I just wanted to add one other thing with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. How they know. I think sometimes people, the evil ones know the Bible sometimes better than the people mm -hmm. who say they are Christian and they know the things that would cause the fear and they have manufactured division. They have manufactured all these riots. They have tried to create uh, you know, the vaccine, the fear of the mark, all these things they use knowing people know just enough and have read just enough in the Bible to live in fear and try trying to make it go faster and win their place. So um, every time I talk to people and say just prayer, wisdom, discernment, Amen. you know, don't don't let the first thought that comes to your mind, don't let that fear take over. Amen. And that's what's so good. Fear is a very word. Go ahead. Fear is a very controlling thing because we all yes. know that when we're fearful, it, it literally consumes us, you know, and, and they know that Satan knows that. 
So that's one of his main things to use to control us is fear. Because when we become fearful, we literally just melt down and collapse. And we're so easily misled yep. when we're fearful. So yep. we have to just stay in our faith, stay close to Christ, and be strong and not fearful. Absolutely. Like a jab. That, yeah, that's what I was saying that they were using that. People think it's the mark, you know, and right. they're scaring us. They're creating the, the division. Right. Using right. things that we believe in. And then they willingly took took something into their body that had no idea what it was. But they were afraid. Right? Yeah. So we're down to the toes. And, <laughs> and we know that, you know, that all these nations have separated and and are saying they want their sovereignty, you know, and that they've established their sovereignty. Whether they've been able to hold on to their sovereignty is another story. But that's that's really what this whole division is about. And now um, and that's why, you know, they put Europe all back together under the European Union so they could more easily control it. Right. But in the Bible mm -hmm. it talks about nation will not rise against nation. Neither will they train for war anymore. The nations will be here in the millennial kingdom and each kingdom, each nation will have its sovereignty. Mm -hmm. And that's another way just to keep everyone safe. Is that you have, you know, you're, when you have your local community that you're working in to help make sure that everyone in your community has, has the rights, whether it's for your school or for your city council or that you're being involved in whatever organizations on a local level, that's going to keep everyone safe because rather than this giant behemoth. So anyway, and this is part of the, part of the, uh, the millennial kingdom. All right. So now we're going we have to the divine the kingdom. kingdom. The divine kingdom. Okay, so hey, Tammy, you're doing that one. I am. Okay, let's okay. show the picture before you do. Before you do. Okay. The, okay. So the divine kingdom is right here. This this statue, and I think you're gonna you're gonna read that to us. But basically, this statue of all these evil empires gets obliterated, mm -hmm. gets crushed into 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 dust. To make way for the kingdom of Christ. I don't know if you guys can see that picture. It's a little bit small. So anyway. Yeah. All right. So now okay. go ahead and read that one for us, please. Okay. In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed. And that kingdom will not be left for another people. It will crush and put an end to all these kingdoms, but it will itself endure forever. Inasmuch as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and that it crushed the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will take place in the future. So the dream is true and its interpretation is trustworthy. So the point is, there are no other empires that are empires that are to come before the kingdom of Christ, and the kingdom of Christ will crush all other kingdoms, and it will endure forever. Yahoo! <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty much we can talk to that, or you want me to keep reading? No, that, that that's uh, well, uh, yeah. So go ahead, and you can just shout out your your thoughts on that before we go on to the next part. Yeah. This is what we're working toward. Right. And, and the, God's timing is perfect timing. So all the things that are coming out is in to mind. It's it's all laid out. It's in the stars. It's going to happen as it's supposed to happen. So all these things that they're coming to manufacturing against us, I just have to pray and stay in peace because I know what's going to happen. Right. I know. I know winners. where we're going to be. We are going to win. 
We are the winners. Exactly. And this, this was written, you guys, this was like 400 years before Christ. Yes. The Lord put this in his word. And this is, this is what's going to happen. Nothing can stop what is coming because this is biblical. This is what the Lord put in his word. Yes. What do y'all think about that stone? I know that picture is not that, I don't have the whole picture, but there's a stone that hits this statue. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm, I'm getting ahead because and, I think we're talking and not, about that. Not cut out by human hands. I think uh, Colleen's got that part, or somebody's got that part. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that part. But yeah, this is uh, this is uh, miraculous. This is the Lord rescuing us. Yeah, because mm. let's just be honest. Since the time of Daniel, we've not been able to defeat this this monstrosity. They have taken this power. And they've taken the money. They've taken the uh, uh, everything. Where did it go? Oh, right here. <laughs> they've taken all this and they've been, been able to control so much because, you know, of humanity. But the Lord is rescuing us. Yes, we're thankfully we're getting to work alongside him. But we are uh, we know that he is the one who is is saving us from these creeps. All right. So now the next one is. OK, so now you're going to start on this part, right, Tammy? And almost. All, almost all modern scholars have agreed that we have been living in the divided kingdom. So what is this divided kingdom like? First of all, this empire has many nations, but they have been ruled by a vicious, powerful tyrant beast. Where do I get that? Good old Daniel again. This time, Daniel 7. Daniel said, I was looking in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven were stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts were coming up from the sea, oh, different on. from one another. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay, keep going. Okay. The first was like a lion and had the wings of an eagle. I kept looking until its wings were plucked, and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. A human mind also was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second one, resembling a bear, and it was raised up on one side, and three ribs were in its mouth, between its teeth, and thus they said to it, Arise, devour much meat. All right, and so we'll stop right there, because Teresa is going to help us with the rest of it. But, okay, here is the picture <laughs> that Daniel saw these four beasts. Well, Tammy just read about the first beast, the, the mm -hmm. lion with the eagle's wings. They were plucked mm -hmm. out later. Now, Tess is going to read to us about the other beasts, but these again are representing these kingdoms. And what my opinion is, my thought is, is that these are representing these final kingdoms. Whereas, whereas the statue, this statue was talking about the ancient kingdoms of Babylon, these and Persians, Greek empire, Roman empire. I think this one is talking about these current final kings that have been controlling so much. And so the reason I say that is because when you look at, for example, we'll start with the lion. The lion is always thought of as the symbol for the British Empire, mm -hmm. right? And then my favorite part of that one is about the, is anyone going to do the Ingalls wings plucked out? Someone's going to read about that. Is that Colleen going to read that about that? No? Well, it was in the verse. I kept right. looking until its wings were plucked. Yeah, I didn't know if anybody and had a part where we talked about who that could no. possibly be. Did someone talk? Is someone going to read about that? No, because I can, I can just shout out about that. But anyway, I, I'll, I'll, um, 
I maybe better hold off on on that. First, we'll first we'll read what each of these empires and uh, and uh, you can while we're reading, think about which empires these could possibly be. Which I've already told you. In the, I think that the mm-hmm. lion is very likely the British Empire, and we know they colonized the world and they they ran each you know place that they colonized with an iron fist. Okay, Tess. Okay, I, it kind of cut off for the little first part of that verse, so I'm going to read it. Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I finished up to it, but go ahead. Okay. And suddenly another beast, the second beast, like a bear, it raised up with one side and it had three ribs in its mouth between its teeth. And it and said to it, arise, devour much meat. After this, I kept looking and behold, another one like a leopard, which had a, on its back four wings of a bird. And the beast also had four heads and dominion was given to it. After this, I kept looking in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrifying and extremely strong, and it had a large iron teeth. It devoured and crushed and trampled down the remainder with its feet, and it was different from all the beasts that, I, that was there before, and it had ten horns. While I was contemplating the horns, behold, another horn, a little one, came up among them, and three of the first horns were pulled out by the roots before it. And behold, this horn possessed eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth uttering great boast. Notice the ten toes of Daniel 2, and the ten horns of Daniel 7. Those represent the divided kingdom. Yes, yes. All right, thank you. So this is what you were just reading to us right here with all these these beasts. Again, they all, everyone who talks about prophecy realizes these are talking about tyrannical kingdoms, tyrannical governments, tyrannical empires, whatever you want to call it. The ones that rule with an iron fist. All right. So we, we've already talked about the, the lion. I'm going to, I'm going to save the thing about the eagle's wings here just for a second, but let's talk about the bear. It says it was raised up on its side, had five ribs in its mouth, was told to arise and devour much flesh, which sounds so evil, right? Someone demonic. Very scary. <laughs> very scary. Very scary. Is that Russia? Yeah. Is that, is I that think Russia? So. I think so. I think that's representing Russia because think of, you know, all of the atrocities have been done, like Stalin, and, uh, um, Lenin, in Russia, and all the millions that have died. Right. They just ran this place with just an iron fist. And if you, you know, when they gave up their guns, that was the end of it. The millions and millions died. That's why we refuse to give up our guns. So, yeah, I think that is. I think these are modern, modern empires during this last day that Daniel got to see. All right, so then the leper, four foul wings and four heads and was given dominion. This one is a little trickier. Anybody have an idea what that one could be? I think... Germany. Yes, thank you, Tammy. <laughs> yes, I think that's Germany. I really do. They're like the fourth Reich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The four heads. And that they, they've, they've progressed to be more, more, uh, basically Nazis, not really Germany. If you're from Germany, I'm not picking on you Germans. Okay. Or Russians or, <laughs> or people from England. It's about the, the power people. 
Okay. Right. And so the that the evil and how they just about destroyed the world with the Nazis, you know, how they have, uh, how they did this back in the, back in the day. And now I believe they've morphed into this fourth beast, this exceedingly mm-hmm. dreadful beast, terrible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. iron teeth, brass nails. This is the new world order, or you call it the Nazi world order. Mm-hmm. Ten horns, a little horn, which plucked out the three horns. I think that little horn is the UN, but that's a, that's another, that's for another day. But anyway, so these beasts, Daniel was able to see, but the beautiful part was, maybe someone's going to read this. And I don't want to take, steal someone's thunder. Read it again, Tammy, for me. It says that the, that the wings were plucked out and, mm-hmm. they, and they were given the mind of a man. Yes. Two feet with a mind of a man. Don't a read human. It. Yes. Um, the first was like a lion and had the wings of an eagle. I kept looking until its wings were plucked and it was lifted up from the ground and made to stand on two feet like a man. A human mind also was given to it. All right. I think what that means is the human mind is about freedom. Yes. The mind for humanity. What is a human mind? Is to, is to say, I'm a sovereign person created in God's image. I mm-hmm. have the rights that are ordained by God. And doesn't that sound exactly like USA? <laughs> yes. Right? Because the eagle's wings were plucked out and taken, taken, we were, we were plucked out of England, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were, we were established here in America with this mind of a man, with this humanity that we want to have freedom for everyone, for ourselves, mm-hmm. for everybody in the whole wide world. That's what we thought we were doing all this time when the bad guys <laughs> had actually hijacked our country, but ugh, it's awful. But anyway, we, are that I believe that those eagle wings represent America, that we are that place. Yes. It also talks about in Revelation, um, I want to say 14, where it talks about where, where we, where there's a, maybe it's Revelation 12, where there, there's a safe place for people to come within, within, with the wing, the, the wings, the eagle makes a safe place. Mm-hmm. That's America making a safe place. We've tried to make a safe place for the world, but we we really ultimately are. If America was not here, standing in the way, then the New World Order would have completely taken over already. And right. we're going to fulfill our destiny to stop the Nazi World Order. We're going to. This is why the Lord ordained, and this is why our our forefathers knew this passage. They knew this prophecy from Daniel, and that's why they made the eagle's wings eagle as our emblem in America. So right. we are that safe place for the world because we want the mind of a man. Uh, we're our own. We're human. We're not a slave. We are created in God's image. We are free. We are um, have these rights ordained by God himself. So... I think that's what it's talking about. So if anyone else has an idea, let me know. Whether it's either you girls or someone in the comment section, or you're welcome to throw out your your ideas. So it pushes everybody around telling them what to do against their will as if they are God on earth. Any ideas? I believe that little horn is the United Nations. The United Nations is small, but it boasts great power. That's exactly what it was talking about in that, that passage that, um, that Tess read. 
It, it boasts great power. And um, the WHO is a part of that, isn't it? All of those, exactly. Oh, yeah. The IMF and the World Bank and all these ones that, for, whether the control, the, the WHO controlling our health, the IMF controlling our money, you know, the, yeah, yeah, all of that together, basically. But the UN is kind of the, the top of it, you know, telling every country, oh, you, you won't get any support. You won't get any protection. We'll start a war in your country if you don't do what we say, that kind of thing. You have to take these jabs, you know, put people's lives at risk and all that. So, yeah, um, so I think it's it's all, that's how they utilize their power worldwide, right? So, right. all right, they're obviously under the control of the Nazi world order. All right, and then I think 13 is where you start, Debbie. Right, yeah. I'm reading from Daniel 7, 13 okay. and 14. Uh, I kept looking until the beast was slain and its body was destroyed and given to the burning fire. I kept looking in the night visions and behold, with the clouds of heaven, one like a son of man was coming. And he came up to the ancient of days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, glory and a kingdom that all the peoples, nations and men of every language might serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which will not pass away. And his kingdom is one that will not be destroyed. Of course, that's Jesus. Amen. And, and, and he's and, and he comes up to the ancient of days, which is our God, our creator father. Right. Yes. God, the father. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And dominion is given. And uh, we like when we talked last week, who is worthy? Who is worthy to, and, and he's, he's the worthy one. So, uh, that's what we're waiting for is, is his, him to come. Yes. Yes. And the, the word says, Hallelujah. The beast was slain and its body was destroyed. And the son of man was revealed in great power, symbolized by the clouds of heaven. He was given dominion and of, and the kingdom. Hallelujah again. Amen. 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 So as I've talked about before, you know, I don't really think it's talking about puffy white clouds. I'm not looking for him to, do, you know, come in a in a in a puffy white cloud. I, but it says um, when you see interesting it says when you see the sign of the Son of Man, you will see the Son of Man coming in in power. And I think that's really what it's talking about is or coming on the clouds. That's a sim, a literary symbolism for coming in power. Amazing. So yeah, it's going to be wonderful. And so he clearly, as we talked about last week, if you guys didn't see the video last week, uh, last month, go and look at that one because it talks about that Jesus deserves this because at, at uh, his name, every knee will bow, as Colleen was saying, and every tongue will confess that he is the Lord. And we're going back to where we first started in this passage that, you know, what Tess was reading, everyone is waiting on this, the Lord, the Messiah, the Maitreya, the Mashiach, the uh, Mahdi. The one who is going to be given authority to run this kingdom of this world. Every world religion recognizes that this day will come. It's a beautiful day. We are so blessed to live in this day, you guys, really. And it will never pass away. Like Debbie was reading. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which will not pass away. His kingdom is one which will not be destroyed. So that, that gives you so much. I've heard people say, oh, well, we're going to have this and then it's going to get bad. No, this is the day. This is the day the Lord has showed us. This is going to, we're going to destroy them. We're going to cast them out and his kingdom will never pass away. This is going to be the new 
kingdom on earth, the kingdom of Christ on earth, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How many times have we prayed that? Right? All right. So then Colleen is taking it home, Colleen. Okay. <clears throat> we see the same beautiful imagery in Daniel 2, where the stone destroys the other empires and becomes a huge mountain. Of course, that stone is Christ. And I keep thinking of the verse that he's the cornerstone, you know, which we know is the most important and, and yes. the foundation. Yes. I, I just love that. Christ is the foundation. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever. For as much as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke into pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. Daniel 2. Amen. Amen. I love it. Yes. He says uh, in another passage in Daniel says that, that we'll be rescued, but not by human hand. This is the Lord. We've never been able to 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 overcome the evil empires, but now we will. Isn't that what you get from when, like when President Trump talks? Does he seem at all worried? No. After all this, it's amazing, and I I feel the same way. We are. There's no doubt about it. We're going to win, and this is biblical. This is what the Lord has promised, and all all these other kingdoms will be dust, dust in the wind. It's beautiful, and, and not by not by human hand. This is the Lord who's rescuing us. Okay, the last thing, as far as the stone is Christ. If you guys haven't seen my video, and you reminded me of this, Colleen, how the stone of destiny mm -hmm. that Christ is that stone. That is the is the the stone of destiny, the first stone that to build this kingdom. And actually, someone showed. I was researching and I saw something that I had never realized before. That that stone that he laid his head on, that ja mm -hmm. uh, it, Jacob laid his head on. You know where I'm going with this, Tammy? <laughs> yeah. That he that that head that that where he laid his head and he could see into heaven. That was the first step into heaven, into his ladder. Mm -hmm. uh, that was like a, a staircase. I've always thought of a ladder like a, you know, <laughs> like, like, you know, like, a, you know, like a regular ladder, but it's really a, a staircase into heaven. And that was the first step. And that they yes. were taking that step. Isn't that cool? And that we're having his kingdom come to earth. So we've been climbing these steps all these years. I mean, another thing it talks about in first Corinth, uh, Corinthians, I think it's 15. I don't know. It says that that stone where the water came forth in this was, was actually that, that's that, um, stone of destiny that they carried around with them all those years. That stone or that rock was Christ. That rock is Christ. And you, you know that in your personal life, that he's the one who is your stabilizer when you're afraid, right? Tess? He's the yeah. one who is the is the one who guides you through. He's the one who is the life giving water. That water comes out of the rock. That rock was Christ. Isn't that awesome? And he's the one crushing 
these empires. And then it says that, um, I think someone read this, that, that when that, that rock became the kingdom. Uh, where, where was that one? Did someone have that one? It was given dominion. His dominion. Yeah. Anyway, there's and one of the passages that talk, maybe, maybe it's Daniel 7, 15. Mm-hmm. Is it 15? 14, I think. The kingdom will never be destroyed. I think that, right. is that what you're Right. And that kingdom, that rock became this mountain. Mm-hmm. Became mm-hmm. this, this, the mountain of the Lord. And it's and not about physically, but just imagine that this, this becomes this, you know, the, just like the Hallelujah Chorus says, you know, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ and he'll reign forever. You know, this is what, uh, why you don't have to worry everybody. Not at all. And just know that this is what God has put in his word for us. He's the, there's nothing that can stop what is coming because this is his plan. And he's, he told you, know, you said however many years ago, 400 years before Christ, go ahead, Tess. No, I was just going to say earlier, you had mentioned, you know, um, uh, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, you know, people, I, I hear it all the time where people, we talk about the evil and people are like, well, what can we do? It's just, you know, it's just me. How can I make a difference or whatever? It took three people, just three people with faith and God performed a mighty miracle and all those people fell and bowed to him. Amen. It just took three. Amen. It just takes us standing on faith, believing in Christ, preaching his word, sharing the gospel, and God's going to do a mighty miracle. And yeah. no one's going to have a doubt that God saved us. That's right. God saved us. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but we get to be a part of it. Yeah. And I mean, what an amazing time to be alive. You know, so many people are like so doom and gloom. This is a horrible time to be alive. And I'm thinking, no, this is an exciting time to be alive. We are going to be a part of something that nobody else got to be a part of, you know? Right. Right. I was just reading, we were just reading on our ladies group about in first Peter that the prophets and the angels have wanted to look into this. They want, Daniel wanted to see this day. Remember how he, when he saw these these visions, he was he would be sick. He's sick <laughs> about it. He wanted to see this day, and we get to you guys. We get to yeah. be a part of it. What a blessing! What a blessing! Yes, that's wonderful. Does anybody else have anything else to add? Like Tess did? Anything else? I hope this was a blessing to everybody watching. I hope you really enjoyed this. Don't, don't forget to get uh, to read this ahead of time because we're going to go into I guess the next chapter four next next time so get ready because we're going i want you guys to know this backwards and forwards so that you will be filled with hope you will not have any you know you won't fear when trump gets arrested for the 10th time or whatever this is the plan and this is the plan this also just in this book the, the one this is biblical um we've yeah. got the story of gideon in there and it talks about how there were only 300 and they went up against thousands and we are part of this right. amazing army that is it's a, it's a small group, but it shows that it was the Lord who rescued. Right. Right. So time after time, after time, and in every one of these stories, I don't know if you heard me talking about the other day, every one of them ends up with the bad guys meeting their demise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Glory. Yeah. Hallelujah. I'm yeah. just saying, <laughs> 
I'm just saying, that's what we're going to have happen. All right. Um, and it looks like they're winning until it happens. That's the thing, too, to keep that hope. Don't get that, discouraged. That one more time. It always looks like they're winning. It looks like the bad guys are winning every time. It, and that's when they try to get you in that fear of you're going to lose, you're going to lose. But it just takes a minute. One minute. Exactly. Exactly. And that this this moment is is set in God's in God's timetable, and it, mm-hmm. it's, there's nothing, nothing can stop, stop it. it. I love it. You, I love it when you say that. Nothing can stop nothing it. Can stop nothing. It. Nothing. I love it. All right. So, would anyone like to lead in prayer before we go? Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> well, Heavenly Father, I'll go. It's go okay. We love you and we praise you and we just thank you for this time together. We thank you for all the things that you do and say that we can bring it forth to other people. We ask during this time that we hear only your voice and that we stand united against any and all things that may want to come against us. We praise you. We love you. And you, we look forward to meeting together again in Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 I love you, girls. I love you. I'm so glad that you guys are on Team Melly to help everybody to understand this wonderful truth and not to be afraid. And I love you guys. And we (laughs) will talk to you. Later. Later. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.